Good morning. It's February 8th. It is another pleasant winter morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. The lead story on the front of today's New York Times is that Benjamin Netanyahu, shockingly, is rejecting a proposed deal for a ceasefire in Gaza that would potentially free the remaining hostages from the October 7th attacks, end the slaughter of Palestinians in Gaza, and otherwise potentially alleviate the crisis that Netanyahu's political survival depends on maintaining as a crisis. Instead, Netanyahu is sending the troops on toward the million people in Rafah, extending his policy of treating every inch of Gaza to which refugees might retreat as definitionally a stronghold of Hamas. Once they've exhausted every single piece of Gaza, what's he going to do? Maybe just start over at the top. On the left-hand side of page one is news analysis. Can Ukraine rely on U.S.? Doubts grow. Doubts is another one of those times words, like questions. If you take it literally, there isn't any doubt at all. Ukraine can't rely on the U.S. The United States is struggling, and so far failing, to pass a package of aid to Ukraine. The reason for this is that the head of one of the two major political parties in this country does not support Ukraine in its war with Russia, and has for years essentially mapped the conflict between Ukraine and Russia onto the conflict between Democrats and Republicans. His party controls one house of the legislature, and we're now in a political campaign cycle where the party is looking to win back the other house of the legislature and to have its leader reclaim the presidency. There is still nominally a pro-Ukraine faction within the Republican Party, but it has already backed down rather than challenge the party leader in an election year. So again, if Ukraine could rely on the U.S., Ukraine would have its aid package already. Instead, it's caught between a supportive government that can't deliver on support and the possibility that a year from now, the U.S. government will abandon Ukraine outright and support a resolution of the war in Russia's favor. That's what Ukraine is stuck with as an ally. There isn't some more dependable United States waiting offstage to make a heroic entrance. Also on page one, after yesterday's Times story, speculating about what undisclosed variety of cancer King Charles III has, there's a story of meta-speculation, describing all the speculation in the press about what kind of cancer King Charles III has. At least the reader gets to see an accurate and defensible use of raising questions. The Times writes, As well-intentioned as the king might have been, the palace's decision to disclose some facts but not others, the medical equivalent of parting the curtain halfway, raised many more questions than it answered. Specifically, the questions it raised are, what kind of cancer, and why didn't you just say so? Inside the paper, on page A11 in the international section, there's a look at the farmer protests in Europe. What are the farmers mad about? The Times writes, they're angry about many things. Some frustration is directed at national leaders and proposals to reduce agricultural diesel subsidies in France and Germany. The Times also writes, some farmers want more government aid as they reel from the effects of extreme weather exacerbated by climate change. Got it. The farmers want government money to help them burn more diesel fuel and government money to bail them out from the environmental damage caused by burning diesel fuel. Good to see that European farmers, as a political force, share with their American brethren a commitment to self-reliance and responsibility as stewards of the land. And on page A19... In the election 2024 report, the Times notes that Ronna Romney McDaniel, the head of the Republican National Committee, plans to step down from her position after the South Carolina primary, allowing Donald Trump to appoint Michael Watley, an enthusiastic election denier and head of the North Carolina Republican Party, to replace her. McDaniel, the niece of Mitt Romney, 
having sold out her own flesh and blood to seek the favor of the Trump movement, collects the standard reward of absolutely nothing. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And if all goes well, we will talk again tomorrow.